How can we be stable in unstable times? Where can we find a place of stability and peace, no matter what's going on? And what can we truly rely on in a world that appears to be falling apart, where there's all sorts of strange systems falling apart, governments are not working properly, people are out of control, technologies constantly changing. So what is false? What is true? What can we rely on? Welcome to the Spiritual Recharge Podcast, brought to you by spiritualrecharge.com. This is your place to experience peace and higher consciousness while recharging the battery of your soul. So get comfortable, take a few relaxing breaths, and settle in to this sacred time for yourself. This is Ariel Hecht, and I'm here with our host, Michael McIntosh. Our warmest welcome to you. Thank you for your beautiful presence. And now we'll hear from Michael. How can we be stable in unstable times? Where can we find a place of stability and peace, no matter what's going on? And what can we truly rely on in a world that appears to be falling apart, where there's all sorts of strange systems falling apart, governments are not working properly, people are out of control, technologies constantly changing, So what is false? What is true? What can we rely on? Today we're going to be diving into this real experience that we can all have of stability, security, and power in what can sometimes seem like an unstable, powerless situation. And this is more and more important by the day because we are living in very unstable times. Everyone's feeling it. When you talk to people, I'm sure you've noticed that there's all sorts of people having accidents and having all sorts of chaos and drama. I mean, when I talk to people or hear other people tell me things, it's, it's just so many bizarre things happening. And changes are speeding up. If you went back in time 500 years and you went to some place, almost anywhere in the world, a lot of things were fairly stable, fairly relaxed in most places for most of the time. It was just people living in villages, you know, f- tending to the fields, doing their various rituals. It was much more calm pace. Nowadays, <laughs> everything is really fast and there's so many people here and there's so many changes, so many people thinking and there's all this stuff happening. And 
Not on top of that, we have, you know, these big governments with all their bombs and nuclear weapons. I mean, it's just a crazy time to be alive. And we really need to find that place where we can feel at peace because otherwise what happens is we try and hold on to something maybe it's a person or maybe it's a thing or a certain type of food or an addiction or a substance or it could be projects we're working on or it could be places we like living in or it could be all sorts of things we'll talk about this later on all these different things we hold on to and then what happens is that none of those things are stable because people change, people can get sick, people can leave, people can act differently towards us. The place we live in can change. A lot of, for example, I'm in Kauai right now and Kauai and most of the Hawaiian Islands are basically in a drought, right? So what, what people are used to, all green, green, green. There's all this dry everywhere. Maui's in an extreme drought level. And I, someone I know is in California and she's saying, oh, there's more fires in California. Everywhere's smoke everywhere. So you might think your place is stable, but then it could be fires or it could get torrential rains or it could get a drought or it could get an earthquake I mean who knows what's going to happen so even the physical things are getting more bizarre with all these strange shifts in the climate and then even with our technology you know once you think you've figured out how to do something and use something next thing there's an update and then there's another update and then there's another update and before you know it you have to change everything. This is what I'm finding in my business. You know, you think you've got something down and they change everything. You have to change everything, buy all this new stuff. So it's just on every level, people, situations, places, possessions, even products. You think, oh, I, I like this particular product and now they don't make it anymore or it's gone out of business or something's happened. So everything is just in a state of flux. Things are always in a state of flux because this is the universe. We live in a in a world that is always changing. The universe is always changing anyway. So this is the situation we're in. We're living in a changing universe. It's always changing, always has been changing, always will be changing. And on top of that, we're living in, in a particularly fast changing and more and more unstable world. And the more we hold on to things, the more we hold on to a person or a situation or a, a project or anything, the more we need it, the more we shake when things change. So our level of distress is directly proportionate to our level of dependency on various things. So we've got to really find a different way of managing ourselves and our lives if we want to be at peace in the world. I was on a on Insight Timer recently. I was looking at the app Insight Timer. We have loads of meditations on there. And I just looked at the app and the two biggest categories on the app, this is a meditation app, right? 
that, that they feature right on the front page. Do you know what they are? They are sleep and anxiety. Sleep and anxiety. Why are those two things featured out of all the things that they could have had? It's a huge app with all these things. The reason is because the biggest thing people go there for is they can't sleep and they're anxious. This is a major problem, not being able to sleep and feeling anxious. And the reason that we can't sleep and the reason we're feeling anxious is because of insecurity, instability, worry about the future. When people say they can't sleep and you ask them, why can't you sleep? Sometimes it's a medical con condition, but most of the time it's not a medical condition. It's the mind. They're worried, thinking about all these things and they can't stop the thoughts and it's keeping them up. And what is anxiety? It's an awful feeling that is connected to our thinking and our, our, our way of approaching life because we're trying to hold on to things. We can't hold on to them and everything's shaking and we feel anxious. So we've really got to go deeper and clear this stuff out so that we can find that place of peace. I've recently come here to Hawaii from Sedona and in Sedona, where I normally live, I've got this lovely little house with everything set up just the way I like it and it's all very nice and organized and I know where everything is and there's no extra stuff I don't need and everything's just the way I like it. Come here <laughs> and everything's different. The climate's different, people are different, the think physical things are different house is different it's not set up the way i like it the temperature is different it's too hot there's no ac um, everything's different pretty much on every level and the degree to which i'm attached to various things is the degree to which i experience discomfort and th this applies to all of us in every day the degree to which we are attached and dependent on various things is the same degree to which we feel stress and anxiety when things don't go the way we want them to. And it's a bit like this wonderful analogy that Michael Singer talks about in The Untethered Soul, it's a great book. That imagine there's this wonderful, beautiful field. You go into this wonderful field and it has just epic views, beautiful views of the mountain, beautiful views of the ocean. It's just this perfect place. And you think, ah, oh, oh, what a great place, such great views. The sun is just perfect. I'm going to build a house here. So then you think, okay, I'm going to build a house. Let's make sure it has a strong foundation. So you get a really strong foundation. Then you think, okay, I want to make sure that this house is stable and can handle any weather and storms and hurricanes or anything. So you build really strong walls and strong foundation and really strong roof. 
and you think, oh, what a great house. And then you think, okay, well, let me furnish it with everything that I like so that it's nice and comfy, so you get the best designer couches and the nice artwork and all the best kitchen stuff and all the things that you like in the house and sister stereo systems and all the nice gadgets and everything's set up perfectly and you think oh this is just fantastic and then you think well you know i don't want anyone breaking in or stealing things so you install a really solid security system so the house is totally secure you you even have these locks on the windows no one can break in and you've got cameras everywhere and then you think well this is great but i need someone to spend time with so you find someone who wants to stay with you and live with you and be your partner and then you have them in the house and after a while everything becomes about living in this house making sure that the lights are all working and everything's clean properly and taken care of properly and you're worried about your companion leaving because then you'd be alone and you're worried about leaving the house yourself because you never know someone might break in do something so you don't want to leave and after a while this wonderful house that started off as this great freedom being outside turns into a, a prison where we're so attached to all the things that we can no longer just go outside and enjoy basking in the sun and being free this is really what's happened to us as a species we're tethered to our phone tethered to the text messages and emails tethered to situations and people tethered to certain products and foods and all of this stuff is actually making us anxious because we know it's unreliable and unstable So it's first thing we need to do is understand what we're dealing with here is that we are we're spiritual beings beautiful beings of infinite freedom just like we've arrived down here in the field the field of action this great world and we can just sit in the sun and be quite happy and the less we are attached and dependent the more we can just sit there and look at the ocean look at the sunshine look at the trees just enjoy but when we set up all these walls and all these complications and all these rules and all these security systems and trying to protect everything and having big stocks of stuff and then our whole life starts becoming managing all of that stuff day in day out day in day out when am i going to get it make sure it's okay most people spend nearly all their time either trying to get things they don't have frantically trying to get something or trying to maintain what they do have you know politics is an interesting example of this P- people are fighting to get into office like some sort of political position fighting so hard to win elections and everything 
And then once they're in there, then they're fighting so hard to keep their position. And then sooner or later, everyone gets kicked out, you know. So you're running around after things and then trying to sustain them. It's a very, very disturbing place. And, and the more life becomes insecure, the more things change, the more difficult it is to actually hold on to anything at all. Two-thirds of relationships end up in divorce. Something like half the people get cancer in the world, will die of heart disease. I mean, these numbers are just off the charts. So you can get as much life insurance as you like. You can get as much locks on your doors as you want. You can get, you know, all these systems. But realistically, it's not helping people overcome anxiety and stress. So we need a different method. And that is why we are here. So the first thing we need to do is recognize, like we were talking about, what we're dealing with, which is we are, we're living in an unstable, constantly changing world. And that's a fact. It's just a fact. Uh, we, den- we tend to not like that idea, so we pretend that's not happening. Once you can acknowledge humbly and honestly that it is a constantly changing world. Your body's changing, the physical physical world is changing, systems are changing, people are changing, we're all getting older. Once you can acknowledge that, huge amount of the stress actually can melt away. It's it's our denial denial of this truth that everything's changing that leads to all this insecurity so first thing you can do is just acknowledge i am living in a constantly changing world constantly changing universe Even digital files are gradually getting corrupted on hard drives and on floppy disks and where you know all this stuff. You tr- if you if you longer it's on there for, after a while it starts to break down. You know, so, so people try and retrieve old data and they can't because it's got corrupted. It just gradually, you know, it doesn't stay in it permanently pure state stuff starts happening to it gradually gradually everything's changing Uh, if you have a book on a shelf it looks fine it's all good but give it a certain amount of time and it will start smelling weird and and after a while it will become brittle you know and it won't you won't be able to even flip the pages after a certain amount of time everything's changing So when you can accept that, can you accept that? Can you accept? Just look around your your world right now, wherever you are. Just look around. Everything you're looking at, including your body, is in a state of permanent change. That's the irony. <laughs> it's, it's nothing is permanent except 
permanent change. All right, there are, there are actually three things that are permanent. One of them is that it's permanently changing. The second stable thing is that you, the witness, the consciousness, the spiritual being, right here, right now, the one who's listening to this, who's experiencing everything in your life, you, not your body, but you, the being, are stable. You might not feel stable, <laughs> but you actually are stable because you are immortal. Consciousness is immortal. Everything else is temporary. Physical things, including digital media and everything else, is all temporary. Consciousness can't be burned, can't be dried out, can't be cut, can't be blown up, can't be drowned. You can't do anything to it to get rid of it. <laughs> this is good news. This is this is this is celebration. We should all be celebrating. We should be having toasts and giving thanks and praise. We can't die. <laughs> you know, all the all the worries we have at the end of the day are all ultimately, if you go to the bottom of it, fear of death. I'm worried about not having this thing because of blah, 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 blah. And you keep asking, why am I worried about that? Why am I worried about that? Why am I worried about that? It's fear of death. But you can't die. When you really realize this, this is the whole point of spirituality is to wake up, awaken and say, I am an immortal being A mortal being, wonderful shining being. <laughs> this is so important to go from intellectualizing about this to feeling it, feeling the, the freedom. As soon as you remember I'm a spiritual being, Spiritual being, light being, I am a witness, I am the observer, I am the actor in the body, not the body, I'm not defined by any of this stuff, everything's changing, the body's changing, people are changing, situations are changing, the world is changing, the government's changing, technology, everything's changing, but I'm not changing, I'm a spiritual being. We, our personality can change, our consciousness can change. But the one who is experiencing everything, you are solid, solid, stable. Liberated. Liberation means waking up to this truth. So this is the difference between truth and falsehood. What is falsehood? Falsehood means anything that is temporary. That's a definition that you can really use. Anything that is true is stable. For example, the universe is changing. That's true. It's just changing. 
all of this other stuff, if we rely on these things, we are relying on falsehood because it is unreliable. For example, where I'm staying right now, I'm housing for somebody, looking after their cat, right? It's just, it's just get me started moving here, or staying here. It's a lovely place, and there's this lovely cat called Stretch, because he stretches a lot. He's a nice ginger cat, and uh, he's a big cat. And if I think that my sense of self-worth is dependent on whether or not he likes me, <laughs> if any of you have cats, you might have got into this trap like you want to be friends with the cat but the cat might not like you if you and this is a lot of people whether it's cats or people or dogs or anything we, we want to be liked right if I think my I need to be liked by this cat right then if the cat is nice to me and purrs, purrs and comes up and wants to be stroked and hang out with me then I think well that's wonderful I'm, that's such a nice thing if the cat ignores me and just walks off then and I need him to like me then I'll feel upset a lot of people are upset by their cats and dogs especially the cats dogs tend to be nice to people anyway but this happens with cats this definitely happens with people you know so and so didn't speak to me the way I like them they didn't seem to like me they slighted me they disrespected me all these things they can wreck havoc with our emotional well-being if we need them if we don't care and we we feel safe and secure in ourselves then whether the cat likes us or whether other people like us or whether things work out exactly what the way we like it doesn't actually matter to us <laughs> because we have an inner state of security because we have woken up to our immortal presence. And we can do this in a second. It just means bringing your attention away from falsehood and all the endless, trivial, tedious things that are always changing back to what is true, which is eternal consciousness. The, the only thing that we know for sure, if you're really honest about it, the only thing we know for sure is that we're having an experience. You're experiencing something. And who is experiencing something, whatever it is, whether it's happiness or sorrow or pain or hot or cold, it's all an experience. Who's experiencing everything? You are consciousness, the eternal being, the spiritual being, which is like a point of light, infinite light, tiny point, invisible. So we are invisible beings, spiritual beings, in a constantly changing world. If we forget that we're spiritual beings and we cling on to things, we will definitely feel insecure and anxious and have problems, emotional problems. 
if we let go and come back to the truth of our infinite peace, then we'll feel very, very relaxed. And the third thing that is stable is the bestower, the bestower of everything, the supreme being, the highest of all beings, the ocean of bliss, the ocean of love, the one some people call God, this powerful being who is the ultimate version of us. If you imagine what is your highest, highest, highest self, that's what that being is like. And we have a choice, realistically, a big, big, big choice. This might be the most important choice of our entire life, what I'm about to share with you. And this is an ongoing choice that we make. Am I going to try and get my support, my strength, from this constantly changing, unreliable universe, which means people, possessions, praise, projects, places, am I going to try and get my strength and support from all these changing things that can't be relied on? Or am I going to start getting my support from an unlimited and completely reliable source of power and love and stability and joy and infinite peace, (laughs) infinite freedom, unshakable. Where am I going to get my support from? Where are you going to get your support from? A constantly changing, unreliable universe or a stable energy that is permanent, that is true? Where are you going to go when you need help? This is so important because every day we have these situations that arise we all need help right we do need help we're living in a strange world things are happening things are going to keep happening where we are we going to look where are we going to turn when we need help are we going to try and get someone else to look after us what if they're not there what if they're sick Are we going to try and get it from substances? What if none's left? Are we going to try and get it from places? What if you have to move? Right? It's all changing. It's, I'm not saying that, that we shouldn't have a good life and enjoy things and be in beautiful places. By all means, it's great. But where is our internal support coming from there's a wonderful expression one strength 
and one support. One strength and one support. It means rely on the one for your strength, for your nourishment, for your love, for your bliss, for all the things you need because it's unbreakable, unbreakable, the unbreakable bond, real unbreakable bond between you and the source of all goodness, the supreme parent, our divine parent, the source of love, the source of power, <laughs> the source of freedom. And one of the fascinating things about life that, that I've discovered is that when you get everything you want, you know, this, this is like, if you think about what, what is most of humanity spending their time doing, right? If you think like, if you were to ask millions of people, what are you up to today? What are you doing? What are your goals? What are you up to? Right? People would say, well, you know, I'm, I've got to make money, so I've got to get this stuff, and I'm trying to achieve this, and it would be great if I had my own house, or it would be great if my house was fixed better, or it would be nice to move to this place. And everyone has these things they want, right? We all have things. What happens when people actually get everything they want? You know, where someone, you know, gets the money they want, they get the relationship they want, they're living in the perfect house, everything's... Most people don't get what they want, but let's say someone does get what they want, Right? We think, wouldn't it be wonderful if I had everything I wanted? And this has happened to me, by the way. I, I always think oh, it would be great to live in Hawaii. It would be great to have my own business. It would be great to be in a nice relationship. It would be great to have great health. And all these things, a long list of all this stuff I wanted. And I remember, this is a, a while ago, I realized I'd got everything I wanted. <laughs> All the physical things, money, success, helping people, beautiful places, beautiful beaches, beautiful relations, everything, right? This, I went, went through the whole list and, and I was walking down the beach one day and I realized I wasn't happy. <laughs> I was actually a bit shocked. I remember walking, which, walking down the beach, it was like 7.30 in the morning. The sun had just risen. I could see the sun rising on the beach. It was perfectly clear. The breeze was just perfect. Temperature was perfect. I was in good health. Everything was going great. And I remember feeling miserable. And I remember thinking to myself, why am I feeling so terrible? Because everything is just the way I want it. And what I realized is that it doesn't matter about all these things because life is an inner experience and the real thing that actually makes the biggest difference is the feeling of being connected to ourselves and connected to the source to connected to the source the happiest times in my life and in my day the things that when I look back are the most elevated experiences are always this spiritual connection, this feeling of higher consciousness, the feeling of freedom, the feeling of divine 
divine light, divine love, and sharing that with others. I've been in, in Hawaii, I've just come back here, and I've been here for, I think, two and a half weeks or something now. And the highlight of my trip isn't been going to the beach. I've been to all these great beaches. I mean, I like the beach. I'm not saying not go to the beach, but honestly, the highlight is the meditations that I've done and the meditations with other people where I've been with others sharing love and higher states of consciousness in person with people in this beautiful place. Yeah, the mountains are nice. Yeah, the beach is lovely. Yeah, the breeze is nice. The coconuts are great. I love the mangoes. I could, you know, it's all fine. But honestly, in my heart and soul, the highlight of my trip has been powerful meditation and being with others and connecting on that level. Without a doubt, like it's 10 times more meaningful. And what's the reason for that? Because that's true, that's stable, that's coming back to what is real, that's coming back to what is permanent. Permanent, stable, solid. And it feels so good in the heart because we're coming back to a stable ground. So there are these three things we're dealing with. You've got this ever-changing world and relationships. You might think your relationship's stable, but it's not because everyone who you know is changing. That doesn't mean you should break up with someone or anything like that, but it's not the same relationship as it was last year or the year before or 10 years ago if you've been in long-term relationships. You might think you've got your health all stable, but it's not stable. It's always changing. You have to keep looking after your health every day. Everything is constantly changing. And then we have these two stable things, which is you, your spiritual consciousness. This is what soul consciousness means. Soul consciousness means I am feeling that I am stable and I'm aware that I am immortal. <laughs> and it's a feeling, it's a shift in perspective and a shift in vibration and feeling. And then the third thing is coming back to our relationship with the Supreme Being, with God. God is stable, God is solid, God is love, God is powerful reliable, blissful, forgiving, compassionate. All the good things we want are all there in that being, in the love, in the light. Everything's there. So you might be wondering, well, why don't we go there more often? What's the, why are we running around after all these things in the world which don't really give us what we want and are constantly changing and make us anxious? Why are we spending so much time in all that rather than being with the one who's got everything we want? It's like there's this huge room full of gold which you can get as much as you want and then there's all this, all this stress on the other side and we're spending all our time stressing out rather than just going and getting the gold, you know, which is right there. 
Why is that happening? Well, first of all, most people don't know about these things. We do know about them now, so this is extremely good news. But the other reason is this thing called Maya. Maya. Maya is a Sanskrit word which means the five distortions, seductive energies. It's the illusion. Maya literally means illusion. So it's the illusion of things being stable when actually they are not stable. Maya is a force, a seductive force, that makes us choose temporary attainments instead of permanent freedom. Right, I'll give you a practical example. Imagine I'm sitting here and I'm feeling a little bit insecure or anxious right, about something. I could choose to remember I'm a spiritual being, come back to that peace and connect with God, with the light and feel the good vibrations and feel that cleansing energy and feel that shift and sit here very, very, very happily and contented and really do that inner, inner work and really come out the other end feeling fantastic. I could do that. Or... I could pick up my phone or go on the internet and watch a video or talk to some person or get distracted in something or, or read a book or eat some food or take some substances. Do you know what I mean? There's all these millions of other options, literally millions and millions and millions of other things. And the world we live in has, it's just remarkable the amount of other options there are. You know, so never before has there been so much junk food and so much entertainment and so many movies and so many drugs and so much of everything, right? So every day, hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of times, we got this choice to make. We feel something and we, we can either go, let me go for the quick fix, pick up the phone, get distracted, take the drug, take the thing, eat the thing, go to the thing, talk to the person do the behavior, right? That All of that. Or we can say, hang on a minute. Why don't I give up running around after this false stuff that's always changing and doesn't really work? And let's be honest, it's, I've done it loads, loads and loads of times before and it still hasn't worked and I don't know why I'm still doing it. So we can, we can say, look, it comes a point where I've got to stop doing that because it's not working. I mean, just think about it for yourself. How many times have you felt awkward or weird or unhappy or upset or distressed and you've reached out to something or some person or some situation and maybe you felt better temporarily. I'm sure you did, right? Alcohol was a big one. Someone who's stressed out, had a nice glass of wine. Ha, ah, everything's all right temporarily. But then the next morning, it, it's still there, right? Or watch the movie or go on social media, play the game, do the thing, eat the food. It does work a little bit for a short amount of time. It does. Otherwise, no one would do it. But then all those feelings come back again, don't they? They come back again and we're in the same place we were before. But now we've got an addiction. We've got a bad habit and we just keep going to that thing over and over again. And it still isn't working. And what's happening is we're getting more and more dependent on all these things and we're not really getting where we want to go. 
So we have this choice, and this is a really essential thing to, to come to terms with. We can now have this other choice, which is says, instead of running around after Maya, which is a long, long, long process, and it goes on and on for years and years and years, why don't I, instead of that, just stop, face my feelings, face myself, face my stuff, and do a little bit of work, it's not even very hard actually, it's just, it's just choosing to do it, that I'm going to become aware, I'm a spiritual being, beautiful being, being of light, and I am peace, you can smile, Ah, you can breathe slowly, very slowly. And then you can call on your companion, spiritual companion, the beloved, the one, the bestower. You are the ocean of love. You are the ocean of peace. You're the ocean of bliss. And just bathe in the light. Just breathe it in. <laughs> and then shine it out, such wonderful vibrations. And just filling up, it's like God is like a being that recharges us and fills us up with what we need. We have a hole in our heart and it needs to be filled up with real energy, real spiritual love and real spiritual energy. The love that we need can only be filled up from a spiritual source. We can't fill the hole inside of us with social media and food and music and entertainment and people. We can't be filled with that. It just doesn't work. We have a spiritual need. We have to fill up with with the energy that actually fills us up truly, because then we feel that strength returning. We feel the energy returning. <laughs> we feel the love returning. We feel the peace returning. Little by little, you're filling up your cup with divine light. And it's just breathing it in, filling up, and then sending the vibration all around you. <laughs> and just breathing in a few more breaths, just filling up. You're a spiritual being. You've attained everything on a deeper level. You're secure, you're stable, <laughs> you have good feelings, beautiful feelings, keep coming back to the bestower. Breathe in the good vibrations. 
as you do this, you build the the way of being. This is this is what spirituality means. It means that we choose to live in a spiritual state and choose to experience spiritual energy rather than running around after all these things. What's the difference between spiritual and worldly? Worldly, you know, the so-called worldly life is running around after physical things all day long. Spiritual life is feeling spiritually intoxicated and liberated and blissful and peaceful and having that as your nourishment. Spiritual people can be very wealthy. They can be they can have lots of lovely things. I, mean, I live in beautiful places and I'm always surrounded by beautiful you know beauty and peace really in my physical life most of the time. But that's a result of my spiritual practice. It's not it doesn't actually give me anything in and of itself. The fascinating thing is that as our level of consciousness gets higher and higher, the reflections in our life begin to change and we end up in beautiful situations with good people, with good vibrations and nice things because of the energy, as is within, so without. But if we try and get the things first to feel good, it leads to disappointment and depression, actually. So it's always about that inner state. Anytime I've tried to rely on the external things, I've felt terrible. So I, I come back to this again and again and again. My nourishment is spiritual nourishment. And it, and it really is. And I can tell you from depth, depth of my heart that this is undeniably, I've had lots of lovely experiences in life, but without a question, what has truly been the most important to me, most meaningful to me, most beautiful is all the energy, the vibrations, the spiritual vibrations, good thoughts, good vibrations, love, peace, bliss. And all of that is available to you, to all of us, in a second. It's just choosing to get away from Maya and come back to the bestower, back to the bestower. This, this is the ultimate choice in life. This is what it means to be a spiritual person, spiritual being, is that you make that choice. So you, so you say, okay, what am I going to do today? I'm going to experience lots and lots of peace. <laughs> I'm going to feel divine love. I'm going to come back to good vibrations. I'm going to start off feeling good. And then I'll take care of all these things I need to take care of from that place. So this is how we can overcome the unknown. This is how you can overcome worries. Worries about the future, worries about situations. Is you come from a stable place, secure place peaceful place because you're coming home to yourself, home to God, to the bestower, to the ocean of bliss. And you're staying there, you're staying there, you're saying, how many hours of my day can I manage to stay in this state for one hour, for two hours, for five hours? Can you imagine how good you would feel if you were in that spiritual state of freedom and security for eight hours a day? 
<laughs> imagine, imagine you're feeling completely free for eight hours a day. You're feeling stable. You have strength, one strength and one support. Instead of relying on all these other things that are unreliable, you rely on the, the one, the one support, one strength. And you're feeling stable for hours and hours and hours and hours. And then the next day, hours and hours and hours of feeling stable, secure, strong. How would your life be different if you lived like that? You can, you can. It's just one second, one choice at a time. So what you can do, how you can bring this into your life is just recognize that there are these two things. There's Maya, call it out, now you've got a word for it. It's all Maya. Maya is running around after temporary things, thinking it's going to solve our problems and make us feel better permanently, when in fact... It's just a distraction, and then we end up feeling worse. That's what Maya is. Maya is the seductive illusion that makes us think checking our email is going to solve our problems, or getting back to this person, or doing this thing, or buying this product, or getting this other product, or having this drink, or eating this thing. All that stuff, right? It just goes on and on and on, day in, day out. That's all Maya. We say, okay, I've had enough of Maya. Maya has caused me sorrow. Maya has actually wrecked my life. <laughs> this, this is the big shift. We say, Maya has wrecked my life. I've been seduced and deceived thousands and thousands of times and made all sorts of mistakes thanks to Maya. So sooner or later, we have to sort of lose, lose our love for Maya and say, this is actually a big problem. And then we say, okay, let me go to the bestower. Let me get my nourishment from where I need to. Of course, we have to eat food. We need to, you know, there are, I'm not saying we don't eat anything. We never buy any, anything. But we, we do it with the bestower. We come into that consciousness and come into that feeling. And we say, from this stable place, what is the best food for me to eat really and truly? From this stable place, do I really need to check social media right now? <laughs> From this stable place, do I really need to get involved with this or this stuff, or is it just a distraction? So you can really see your life much more clearly. What is Maya and what is not Maya? Most of it's Maya. And then we can choose to come into the light, come into the peace, come into the love, come into the bliss again and again and again and this is something we do millions of times during our life it's one decision one good decision leads to another good decision leads to another good decision leads to another good decision but one bad decision leads to another bad decision another bad decision right this is how unfortunately it works so when you wake up in the morning and you say, my life is about feeling nourishment and love and bliss and I'm going to focus on that and you start off that way and then you keep focusing on it and you keep moving in that direction, that decision to go in that direction keeps getting better and better and better. 
so isn't that beautiful? Isn't that beautiful? The whole world, you, if you go on the internet, you go on your phone, you will find endless amounts of Maya pulling you away from this. Endless, endless Maya. Is it all Maya? Not all of it, nearly all of it though. Because the spiritual stuff is not on the internet. The spiritual stuff is not on the phone. I mean, we're having a conversation now. You're probably using your phone. This is this is a connection we're having, a spiritual connection. We're just using technology. But the spiritual things are all spiritual. You know, the connection you're having is in your heart, in your mind. It's not in the food. It's not in technology. It's in your consciousness. It's in you. Everything you want is in yourself and your relationship with the bestower. So the big, big, big shift is to say, I'm going to stay here. I'm going to stay in this beautiful place, peaceful place, loving, secure place. I'm going to stay here again and again and again in this safe place. And from this safe place, I'm going to talk to somebody, check my email, do my work, make lunch, right? All these things. It's fine. Clean the house. Go for a walk. But do it all with your friend, with the bestower, with the ocean of love. Together, the bestower keeps you safe, keeps you safe from Maya. When we're with the bestower, we're free from Maya. When we're with Maya, then we forget the bestower and we get caught down a rabbit hole. And then we suffer and then we come back. So this is, a, this is an ongoing issue. And our job, it's a spiritual war, really, if you think about it, is to overcome all this Maya and come back to our heart, come back to our love, come back to our spiritual awareness, to our bliss. Ah, and to the place of peace that we really, really want. And the good news is you can come back there in one second whenever you want, whenever you want. So let's just ask this final question. How much would you love to feel that stable experience? How much would you love to feel? How long would you like to feel that place of stability, place of love, place of peace? How long during your day would you love to be in that place, in that good feeling, safe place? How long would you like to spend there in your day? So whatever you want, you can have. And this is the 
greatest gift because everything's changing everything's going to change even more it's going to get more unstable so this is the biggest gift you can give yourself is to really develop and experience that stable place with the bestower in your higher consciousness so you spend hours and hours and hours enjoying enjoying yourself in this space and that will mean that you're a huge blessing to everyone else because most people are not in that stable place at all so your company and your experience becomes a blessing for all your friends or your family or the people you work with so may you stay in that beautiful place feeling safe feeling secure feeling completely free totally relaxed like you're floating in peace and may you enjoy just staying there again and again and again <laughs> for hours and hours and hours until that becomes your permanent state of being. And you're totally in the now, in the moment, feeling wonderful, not worrying about anything else, making good decisions from a place of peace. And may everything work out with ease and grace. So, sending you so much love. Hopefully this has been useful. Keep these things with you. What can you bring with you from this, this experience we've had today? What can you bring with you into your life? Into your life. Just think of one thing you can do to bring it into your life so it becomes part of your being. Thank you for your wonderful presence, for showing up, listening to these, being one of the light workers in the world. As soon as you wake up, you become a light worker and you send out light. So thank you so much for being here. And if you like this, you can leave a review for this on our podcast or on wherever you're listening to it. And share it with somebody who is perhaps feeling unstable and insecure, anxious. This is a major problem for so many people. This could really help them find that peace in themselves. So sending so much love from the beautiful Hawaiian Islands, sunshine, and wishing you a day of infinite peace, infinite calmness, infinite freedom, <laughs> where you feel internally full, contented, radiant, and full of all attainments. Lots of love, and talk to you very soon. Many, many blessings. It's been such a beautiful time together. Thank you for listening. Think of one person who needs this and share this with them. 
If you have any questions for us, please send them to shareyourquestion.com. Go to spiritualrecharge.com for more free meditations, talks, and courses. We thank you for your beautiful presence. Keep shining your divine light in our world. So much love, and we'll connect soon.